friend. Happy New Year's Eve. Happy Saturday. I never do a Saturday episode, but because of the content for today, I really wanted to get it out there just in time for a an ending to 2022 and a beginning of a new year in 2023. So this is a year-end challenge that I actually put on in my private Facebook group, Holistic Health for Christian Women Over 40. So if you are not in this group, come on over, join us so that you can be sure to get involved in a community of Christian women who can support each other and build each other up, help each other with our health goals, and we are putting God at the center. So Holistic Health for Christian Women Over 40, the link is in the show notes. So come on over. So this is a recording of the year-end challenge that I put on. And you will want to have your Bible, a journal or a notebook, and a pen handy because this is interactive. I will have verses that we will be talking about. And I will want you to be doing some kind of like some soul searching, right? Some thought provoking questions that you need to answer and just really prepare your heart for a fresh start, a new year. I will have action steps at the end so that you can continue to work on this after you are done listening. And I know I mentioned in the recording that I had not finished one of my action steps, but I'm happy to say I did finally complete all of my 25. And if you are wondering what I'm talking about, well, just keep on listening. All right, let's get started. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets, and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. Today, I wanted to talk about, um, I just wanted to offer a year-end challenge because we have just gone through a year. Can you believe 2020 is already over? It's it's insane. We have like two weeks left in, in the year. Um, it's crazy. So as we are finishing up a year and starting a new year, it's just really nice to kind of, um, kind of reassess where we were, where we wanted to go this year that maybe we didn't get to um you know we always start out so strong with these maybe these new year's resolutions or these goals that we set for ourselves and that's great there's absolutely nothing wrong with that although i'm not a big fan of new year's resolutions just because we tend to put a huge list on ourselves. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go to the gym five days a week. We're going to, you know, eat healthy. We're going to, you know, but we're just not, 
maybe we're just not as clear about what it is we are supposed to do and how we're going to do it. So it becomes a struggle to continue on and to really just see it through. And then we give up and we just feel like, well, we failed at that. We can't do that. Um, try again next year or try again in a month or whatever it is. We just tend to give up. So my intention for today is to really just kind of inspire you, encourage you and give you support for the new year. What's coming on, you know, 2023, like there can be some really amazing things that can happen in your life in this next year. And so I want you to be ready for it. I want you to be open to that. And the best way to do that is really to get in God's word and to seek him first because he already knows how our how our year is going to play out. Like he already, he sees the whole picture and we don't. And so because we don't, sometimes we stop before we get to the blessing that he has for us. Or sometimes we um, don't want to put forth the effort because it's too hard. And all of that makes total sense. But staying deep, deeply connected to God and his word is going to help encourage us to stay the course every single day, no matter what it is that we are supposed to be doing. So before we get started, I do want to open in prayer. And if you have your Bible, go ahead and grab that. If you have a journal, you might want to grab that. And you might want to take some notes on what we're going to be talking about. So let me just open with a word of prayer. Father God, we just thank you so much for a new day, a fresh start. We thank you for the year that we have just had and all that you have brought us through. Lord, I just thank you for how you work all the details out, even behind the scenes when we don't even know it. So Lord, I just pray that right now in these next few minutes that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear what it is you want to show us and you, what you want to teach us and what you want us to know. Lord, help us to seek you first in every area of our lives. Go before us, be right behind us and be right next to us. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Okay, so I do want to read Matthew 6, Matthew 6, 33 and 34. It says, but first, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And boy, that is so accurate, right? It is so accurate. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And if we seek first the kingdom of God, then everything else will be provided for us. He tells us that. It's very clear. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. What are all of these things? Well, if you read earlier in verse 25 all the way down to verse 33, you will see what he's talking about. It's, it's the um, the don't worry kind of uh, section, right? Like, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, what you're going to do, because God provides for the birds, and he's definitely going to provide for you because you are way more important than the birds of the air. So easier said than done, right? I mean, how many of us struggle with worry about the future, thinking about 
anything like our next job our next um paycheck you know where how are we going to pay that bill i mean there's so many things that we worry about and we have anxiety over and god is clearly telling us not to worry about that not, don't don't worry about it because he's got it he has got us because we are his children so looking at this verse you want to seek first god in everything okay so really this is a mindset shift we have got to shift our mind so that we are more aligning with what god's word says right we need to we need to separate ourselves like we need to stop thinking the way the world thinks and we need to be thinking the way god thinks and tells us to think too we have to renew our mind just like the scripture says and we have to be intentional to do that so for example how we think affects what we do right i mean that makes sense i mean that makes it's pretty clear we pretty much understand that right and and we could have a fixed mindset or we could have a growth mindset well, what does that mean a fixed mindset is where you are kind of believing that your personal abilities let's just personalize it your personal abilities are unchanging you you cannot do anything about it they're fixed you will always be this way or my family has always done things this way or my body will just always you know just these very specific um fixed mindset issues where we are just there's no growth involved like we just we kind of shut the door on growth but then there's the growth mindset and that's where we are believing that our abilities can be developed over time through changing through working towards that through practice through trial through error you know just developing and improving ourselves so i can learn how to i will study too i mean all of these things that we can work towards we are changing we are developing personally and that is a growth mindset so that's really where we kind of want to be we want to be always learning always growing so i'm sure you have some of these negative words that you play over and over in your mind i know i do and i have and it's intentional work to negate that you know what the enemy puts into our mind and rebuke that like i'm not going to listen to that because god's word tells me something different that's what we need to focus on so maybe you've said i always my family always you can't teach an old dog new tricks um i always do things the hard way uh never can't impossible it's not me words like that right those are more negative phrases and negative words that really kind of embed themselves into our mind and get into our soul. So what I'm proposing is not just simply focusing on positive thinking, because it is more than that. It's so much deeper than that. But our thoughts do affect us greatly. So I want to read Colossians. Turn to Colossians. Okay, so Colossians 3 verses one and two. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. So again, we have to change our mindset. We have to think about things the way Jesus taught us to think, 
think about things from a heavenly perspective, not a worldly perspective, because that's going to keep us kind of sad, sick, and stuck. And we don't want to be that way. God doesn't want us to be sad, sick, and stuck. So I, I do recommend that you read all of 1 through 17 of Colossians 3, because that's going to help give you um, a little bit more of a context. Just kind of um, showing like some of these qualities and everything. But we want to change our thought life. And so I'm sure you know the verse that is kind of coming to your mind as we're talking about changing our mindset. Um, Ephesians, Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, 20 through 24 says, But that is not how you came to know Christ, assuming you heard about him and were taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, to take off your former way of life, the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, the one created according to God's likeness in righteousness and purity of the truth. And then it goes on to say what we need to put away. So we are a new creation and we need to start acting like a new creation. We no longer need to be focusing on the things of the world, the things, you know, doing things the way the world says to do things. So really, as we are um, ending a, a year, you know, one, one year starting another year, um, we are just able to kind of challenge ourselves right like we want to challenge ourselves we want to reflect we want to release and we want to renew so we those are the three ways that we are going to challenge ourselves today so the first one we're going to reflect we are going to reflect on 2022 what were some of your goals for this year write them down what were some of your goals that you remember saying in january just write them down uh the first ones that come to your memory and then what were your successes? What were some wins that you had? What were some wins that you had this year? It does not have to be really big wins. It can be small wins because small wins work up to big wins, right? It's, it's a win nonetheless. I think that we, we have to shift our mindset again on celebrating even big wins and little wins because so many people want to just celebrate the big stuff and we need to be celebrating the little things too because um and not like with balloons and confetti and all that but just like and celebrate internally just celebrate like say hey that was pretty cool you know and just just hang on to that for a while you know look what god did that's awesome so what were your wins this year what did you want the most this year what did you want the most? What just popped into your mind? What did you want the most this year? So really, it's not always just a tangible thing, something that you can see, something that you can touch. Sometimes it's a mindset shift that helps you to win, to call it a win. So what were your changes? What were some changes that you decided to make and that you did make this year? Was that more water? I'm going to drink more water. Was that going for a walk three times a week? Was that trying to get better sleep and going to bed at a decent time or, or even earlier? Was that maybe saying no? Saying no to some things that you know are going to stretch you too thin. 
what were some things that you maybe put a boundary around yourself with? And we could camp out on that for a little while because um, boundaries, you know, just, yeah, we could camp out on that one. But what did you put a boundary around intentionally, relationally, um, personally, uh, physically? Was there a specific area that you put a boundary around? Did you maybe stop eating dessert at night? I mean, thinking about if you were always eating a dessert at night, always had that bowl of ice cream at night or whatever it was. And really, our food habits can be a direct result with, of how we were brought up too. We can um, have always been a member of the Clean Plate Club and so therefore we always finish what is on our plate. Like we just, that's what we do. Or if we always have a dessert after dinner, something sweet after dinner. And so again, it's a mindset shift. So did you decide not to do that this year? And you did that more times than not? Like you put that boundary up and you succeeded with that? That's a win. I mean, that's a great win. Did you cut out coffee in the afternoon? Did you start drinking water as soon as you got up in the morning? Did you start drinking water before your first cup of coffee? That's a win. That's a really big win. We kind of gloss over some of these things that we do because we feel like we should be doing it anyway. So what? So what if we should have been doing it all of our lives? You're doing it now and that's the most important thing. If you never started that, if you never put that boundary around yourself and said, I am not eating dessert anymore after dinner, period, unless it's a special occasion. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that five days a week. And you succeeded and you, you know, you did that more times than not, that's a win. Who cares that you fell a few times, right? And you had something. I mean, life happens. Life happens. Like your husband could bring home something or you could go out to eat and something looks good or just who cares that you had a few desserts and you weren't supposed to have any, you know, and that's the other thing. We put such big words on our goals for the year. Like I will, I will not have any dessert Monday through Friday, whatever. We just, we just need to be careful with the language that we talk to ourselves. So the other thing I want to mention is, did you keep trying? Because if you kept trying to skip dessert every night when it's been ingrained in you, or always um, having a cup of coffee first thing in the morning and never drinking water, right? But you, this year, you decided I'm going to drink water before my cup of coffee. And you had a couple of days where you didn't. Did you have that mindset shift because you kept trying? Yes, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you get back on the horse and you start your next day drinking water. So that is a growth mindset. You are still working on yourself. You are self, um, it's like self-development, right? You're still working, growing, trying. And I think that just take some time and reflect over this year. And like I asked those questions, I'll ask them again. What were your goals for this year? What were your successes? What were your wins? And what did you want the most? those three questions, write those down, sit and reflect on those. And then the second thing is release the past year. You want to let it go, let it go, release it. After you've reflected, then you can release it because we want to release it with praise and gratitude. We want to be thankful. We want to give God 
thanks for how he brought us through this year because make no mistake, this has not been an easy year, but he still brought us through it and he's still right there with us every step of the way. So release it, bless and release it, right? And maybe look up some scriptures on Thanksgiving and um, like in Thessalonians and um, just really release everything that you thought this year was going to be, everything that you wanted it to be, release your, what you think of as a failure, release what you could have, should have, would have, all of those things, release it. Release it, give God the thanks, give God the glory, give him praise and gratitude. He was with you every step of the way, every single day throughout the whole year, all your ups and downs, he was right there with you. He worked some things out for you, he answered some prayers, and he led you down a path maybe and maybe he said no to some prayers. Maybe he said wait to some prayers. Maybe he um, gave you some ideas. Whatever. Think about that and then release it. And then the third thing is renew yourself. You want to renew yourself this year. We have a new, new year coming, a fresh start. So I want you to get excited about God working in you in 2023. Get excited about it because... A new year, it's a fresh start. It's like opening up a new journal and you have a fresh new page and just the feel of the paper, the smell of the, the journal and just, you know, if you get a new pen to go along with it, it's just, it's refreshing and it's new and it's fun. So just think about that. It's a fresh start. I mean, and I want to encourage you with some verses that will hopefully keep you encouraged as a fresh start as you're taking this fresh start, because God has a plan, you know, plain and simple. God has a plan over your life. So turn to Isaiah 42. Isaiah 42 verse nine says, the past events have indeed happened. Now I declare new events. I announce them to you before they occur. Okay, so you have released the year. God is saying, I declare new events for you. And that is exactly what is going to happen. New events, fresh year, fresh start, fresh, um, fresh wind, fresh fire from the Holy Spirit. And turn to Isaiah 43. And we want to look at verses 18 and 19. Again, do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to things of old. Look, I am about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Okay, God is doing a new thing. And hang on to that because it's not us working in our own strength. It's God working through us. We just simply have to be willing to be the vessel to let God work through us. If we are kind of holding on and, and not allowing God to work with us or work through us, we tend to get a little caught up in doing things the world's way because we're not open to receiving what God has for us. And the last verse I want to give you is 2 Timothy 1, 7. And 
it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Yes, yeah, sometimes new can mean scary. Absolutely. Sometimes God is going to ask you to go outside of your comfort zone. Ask me how I know. <laughs> and so it's scary, but God's not given us a spirit of fear. So when we are fear, feeling fear, that is from the enemy and we need to rebuke that. We need to say that we are no longer going to accept that because God tells us something different. We are children of the most high God. And so he tells us that he has given us power. He has given us love and he has given us sound judgment. So that's what we are going to hang on to. And we essentially just have to decide, are we going to do things the world's way? Or are we going to do things God's way? Things are getting really hard and we're going to have to decide, are we a hundred percent for God and God's way of doing things? Or are we kind of holding on to some things that the world says in our fists and we're just like not quite ready to release that because it's comfortable. It's our comfort zone. Yes, it's comfortable, but it's also not comfortable, right? Have you ever stayed too long in a position that was not for you and you just didn't feel good? You maybe dreaded going into work every single day. You, um, you wanted to go, but it was really hard to leave. It was hard to go through that process again of looking for a new job and, and going through the interview process. But you kind of were miserable every single day at the job you were in. Our comfort zone is not really a comfortable place to be, is it? It is, but it isn't. So allowing God to stretch you and to, for you to open your hands and let him have everything, just everything, you know, take my life and let it be, that is actually going to give you freedom. You're going to actually breathe a little bit better, sleep a little bit better, and you just will have more peace. And it's that peace that doesn't make sense, right? It's the peace that passes all understanding and it's, it's because it's God's peace. So the world's way shames us. The world's way tells us to fear. It tells us we are unworthy. It tells us that um, we will never measure up. We are not enough. God's kingdom is never about shame. God's way is never about shame. So if you have been shaming yourself, that is from the enemy. That is not what God wants for you. If you beat yourself up because you don't follow through with a, a goal that you set, but do you keep trying? That's a mindset shift. You are having a growth mindset because you keep on trying. Maybe there's just another area that needs to be tweaked. Maybe you need somebody to come alongside you and be your accountability partner, you know, this world is hard. We can't do everything on our own and we need to stop thinking that we can because God created us to be in community. So let that just reassure you that you do not have to do everything on your own. It's okay to ask for help. God does not shame us. God wants us to be in community and he wants us, he wants us to feel his unconditional love. God does not shame us and there will never be shame in God's kingdom. If this is something you're struggling in, write that down. There will never be shame in God's kingdom. No shame, no shame. So for a lot of us, we have dealt with some shame cycles 
most of our lives, maybe all of our lives. And you reach a point in your life where you're, we have a choice to make. We can either continue on that thought life, that thought process that we've been holding on to our whole lives, that Satan's been keeping us in that state of bondage, really, or we can release it and let it go. We can renew our mind, give it all to the Lord, surrender it all, and get out of that bondage once and for all, because that's not where God wants us. So... If you are dealing with a shame cycle, that is from the enemy and it's keeping you in bondage and it's just preventing you from having victory in whatever area, whatever area in your life or your health that you are trying to better. Shame. It's just keeping you in bondage. And you have to let that go. You have to be intentional about letting it go. The best way to do that Release it, of course, surrender. But ask God, like, how do, how do you see me, God? Get into his word and see how he sees you. How does he really see you? You are his daughter. How does he see you as his daughter? Who are you in Christ? Whose are you? Research that, dig in, and it's amazing how... The more you read it and maybe verbally repeat it out loud, that it starts to change your thought process. It starts to change how God, his, his thoughts of you, that changes your thoughts of yourself. So after you've spent some time doing that, think, um, what does God want you specifically? And ask him this, what does God want? you to do for your health in the year 2023 what is it that god is asking you to change or um better what is it or maybe as i've been talking you already know what is it that you know that you know god wants you to be doing for your health what is that what was the very first thing that popped into your mind Write that down. That is the thing that should probably be your main focus this year. We can always build on that, right? We can always add more things. I caution you against having a list of five or more things that you want to focus on. Let's just start with one. Let's just start with one intentional action that you're going to take this year. One thing that you know that God is asking you to do or wants you to do. We have this one life here on earth. We have this one body. It is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And it is up to us to take care of it. It is up to us to honor it. And, you know, that takes intentionality. That takes discipline. But again, it can be hard to do that by yourself. So reach out, you've got community. You've got community in the body of believers. Ask for an accountability partner, ask a girlfriend, ask your sister, um, you know, reach out, post in the group that you are struggling in an area. We have a community of believers, reach out and don't feel like you have to go through this life on your own in, in quiet. So, Jot down what, what you think 
or what you know God is asking you to do for your health. And then it could be moving your body every single day. So how can you reframe your thoughts on that, okay? Um, if you don't enjoy exercise, but you know that God is wanting you to move your body more, like daily, changing your thought process on that can be all the difference, right? Okay, what do I mean by that? Well, don't you think it's a little different for us to take action if we know that God's asking us to take action? We want to obey, right? So if God is saying you need to go for a walk every day, we can change our mindset and be, okay, yes, I know I need to go for a walk every day, but God's telling me to go for a walk every day, and I want to be obedient to what God is saying. And I'm just going to start walking every day with God. I'm just going to go on a walk with God every single day. So that means maybe you put your headphones in, but you have no music. Uh, maybe you're not listening to a podcast. Maybe you're not talking on the phone. Maybe it's just you and God going on this walk. How beautiful that can be for your relationship with God. So you're changing your thought process and that is helping you. That's all the difference to help you stay motivated to do that. God wants me to go on a walk. God wants to go on a walk with me. Beautiful. That's beautiful. I mean, how, how incredible that is, you know, just like when God wakes you up early and I mean, it takes a time, it takes a, some time to get to this point where you're like, are you waking me up, God? Or am I just waking up because my husband's snoring? You know, <laughs> like, which is it? Um, but how cool is that? Like God woke you up to spend time with you. That's kind of cool. So it's just changing your thought process. Um, okay. So I feel like I've, I've talked a lot. Um, hopefully you have gotten something out of this. I was thinking about some action steps that would be really key to helping you work through this um, fixed and growth mindset, changing your mindset and just um, changing from maybe the world's way of thinking about yourself and your actions and your to-dos and your shoulds and your coulds and all of that to God's way. Again, there's no shame, there's no judgment, there's no condemnation doing things God's way. So I'm giving you three action steps they're not ginormous, but they are thought provoking. So number one, get quiet with the Lord and pray over your year. Just really pray. Just take a few minutes and just get quiet with your Bible and your journal and just pray over it. And this one's a little bit tougher. This one is going to be maybe stretching a little bit. Um, and, and honestly, I've not finished mine. Just full disclosure, I've not finished doing this. Um, but I'm going to, um, I want you to think of 25 ways, I'm sorry, 25 wins that you had this year. Think of 25 wins that you had this year, big, small, medium, it doesn't matter, 25. And I want you to write them all down. This is going to stretch you. It's going to make you go all the way back to January, maybe go back through, um, some of your, uh, journals, maybe your planner, something like that, just to help refresh your memory. But really think about it and go back to the list like I've done. I've started it. I've gone back, back to it. I've walked away. I've come back to it, you know, because it, it can be hard. I mean, sometimes we can just rattle off five or six right away, but then the more we do, that's why, you know, 25 is kind of hard, but here's the thing, 25, you can do it. You've had 25 wins. 
And the idea is, is look at how far God brought you. God brought you so far during this year, these 12 months. God has brought you so far and he hasn't abandoned you. He hasn't left you. So the third thing is say a prayer of thanks for your year and ask God for excitement for the next year. Ask him to be so present in your life this next year. Ask him to help you to do the things that he is calling you to do and do it with excited anticipation. Okay, so I hope that was helpful for you and um, I'm just going to go ahead and close this in prayer. If you have kind of resonated with this and you are working on mindset shifts and just are really feeling and understanding what I'm talking about, go ahead and put some comments down below because I think it's going to help encourage other believers. And um, like I said, we all need community and we need to lift each other up and build each other up. So, all right, let me, let me just close this in prayer. Father, I just thank you so much for how you have been with us through the year 2022 and how you have brought us through so much in this year, Lord. There have been highs and lows, good things and bad things, good days and bad days, tragedies and joy. And Lord, you've been with us right there through them all. And Father, I just ask for each woman listening that you would just speak specifically to her today or in the quiet when she um, sits down to think about and plan for her next year, Lord, and help her to see where her health goals are, help her to see where she should go, where you are leading her. Be that voice behind her saying, this is the way, walk in it. Father, we thank you so much for your unconditional love, your mercy, and your grace. And we are so excited. We look forward in excited anticipation for what you will do for us and what you will do through us in 2023. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Have an amazing day. Have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your family and I will see you in the group. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you today. If you enjoyed today's topic and you are not in my Facebook group, Holistic Health for Christian Women Over 40, what are you waiting for? Come on, join us now. The link is right in the show notes. And also I have two more announcements. If you have not yet received my free resource, my Foggy and Fatigued Blueprint, this is golden. This is really going to help you to break through that brain fog and help you to improve your energy levels in a natural way. Completely free, downloadable, and you can get recipes and all the details. So the link also for that is in the show notes. Grab that free resource. Most of us are exhausted by this time of the year, dealing with all of the holiday details, festivities, all of the fun and the work that goes into this. So this might be just what you need. And then secondly, if you are ready for coaching, if you are ready for that accountability partner, somebody to really walk you through the steps that you need to help regain your energy, boost your immune system, and just feel better overall. And really to spend time focusing on yourself now, especially after the busy holiday season. Well, stay tuned because I will have an amazing January special that you do not want to miss. The details will be out on Tuesday. So be sure that you listen in on Tuesday and you'll get all the amazing details. It's really, really good. Okay, have an amazing New Year's Eve. Stay 
safe and remember you are a beautiful treasure.